Private investigator no longer, Chief Davis says that she is devoting herself to cleaning up the streets of Gutter City once and for all. Lastly, Steepies, a heartwarming yet shocking moment today in Ephemera as an attempted robbery of theme restaurant Bumbershoots was thwarted by none other than the beloved ogre Shroog. One lucky customer who saw the unfortunate thief absolutely demolished by the usually mild-mannered Shroog said, It was terrible. The ferocity, the speed of violence, I don't think I'll ever forget it. Who would have guessed it? Lovable Shroog, a martial arts master? Guess if you want to fight the big guy for his chunk of the swamp? You better never know when to stop dreaming. Sorry, I know that doesn't answer your question. But... Hello, everybody, and welcome to Steeplechase, a uh, thrilling and exciting new adventure from me, the master of adventure, Ooh. Justin McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought somebody's got, you know, like Stephen King, the master of horror. How many books in was he before he decided to be master? One, six. This is our 26th episode, right? Like, I'm I'm the master of adventure. (laughs) Now, Justin, that was not off enough from the real number, which is 23. Like, you should have said like 63rd or something, because now people are going to be like, did I miss three episodes? Did they cut three episodes out of the lineup? No, Justin just said the wrong number. This is episode 23. Yeah, but I did a couple one-offs, so this is like my 26th. Sure, outing. sure, sure. And so I'm like I mean, the I master guess. adventure. And, yeah. and listen, I think you need to put some kind of audio effect on there. It should be master of adventure. Why is he underwater? Yeah, well, no, no, underwater. just the kind of the through the fan blades kind of thing. It sure, didn't sound water. like that, though. That's how you use in water. Um, the uh so here the what's gonna happen is you all are gonna steal a castle. And I've been thinking about it and thinking about how we could do it and set it up and explore more of the ideas of how to steal this fucking castle. Oh cool. How um, are we gonna do it? Well, this is the problem. What I fig- what I what occurred to me, and this is sort of inbuilt into the rules of um uh Blaze in the Dark anyway, but uh this and I know so I know this but the scale of it has been scary to me. But I realized after many thinking showers, which are different from stinking showers, which you have to take every morning, thinking showers are the ones that you take when you just need to think. 
after many thinking showers, I realized that I, do, I don't have a better way of doing it. We're just going to have to do it. Okay. Cool. You're just going to have to steal it is the thing. Cool. I love You're this. You're just going to have to do it. Great. Um, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, Dad, pick a number between one and three. Five. Now two. two. Wow. Two. Wow. There's Wally. well in that's wow, offense, wow. there's really only one number that wow, comes between wow. one and three. <laughs> is okay. One is included in there as is You didn't two, say that between, between one and three, one Justin. And three. I think it one suggested uh, one. Like if, one if you ten. held no, up no, a sa- up. if you held up a peanut butter sandwich and said what's between these bread, and I said bread. No. I'd look like a fool. If I said pick a number between one and ten, and you said ten, no, if everyone would say, oh, yeah, that's perfectly within the bounds of this exercise. Okay. Right? So what are my bounds again? Holy shit. He said between two, zero and four. Juice, why don't you um, take one of the other options away and then see if he wants to switch? Two. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, Travis, pick one or three. Uh, I'm going to pick one, Justin. Three for me, please. I don't get to pick. <laughs> uh, okay, that's Griffin. That was Griffin? Yeah. Uh, I like the new character voice. I was stretching. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I always stretch before a heist. Um Griffin. Yeah. McElroy. Let me let me set this set set us up a little bit. It is the night of the um annual feast, which takes place uh every night. Annual feast of the seven. Um, the you know the crowds have begun to gather for the feast and for the the fireworks show. Dream it to now, uh, and this is the moment that the a magical carpet ride. Hey, listen! Only I get to sing "Dream It to Now," which I will with very little provocation. <laughs> uh, the three of you have have taken your places, Griffin. Yeah, where are you uh, beginning this heist? Um, I mean, I think. F- oh, wait, sorry. To continue my recap, there are three. Per- we know that there are three beach ball sized prisms that have to uh, be taken, uh, taken out, or stolen, or malfunctioned, or something, in order for this uh, castle to be stolen. Right. Um, no one knows that the castle is being generated by hard light, and that's what these three hard light prisms are doing. Uh, we also know that there is a, a sink issue of some sort with the prisms that is uh, that that Emric was hipped to uh, by the the union IBOST twenty six twenty six in the last episode, and we also know there's a fireworks barge that uh, Beef has been working at with uh, James DeBarge, his new best friend, his new best friend. Um, and Griffin, just, where, Justin, yeah. just to run it way way back to when we were originally given the job. Yeah. We are given the instruction. I know that we need to make the castle go away. The spire, the golf spire. Was there further, because uh, I was a little bit confused about this last week, uh, regarding what happens to the prisms? Is it like uh, you bring them back whole and well or no deal? Um, I don't think so. No. Okay, th- what, they, what they need is is the the show of it. Great. I think that's why Emmerich has always maintained that he'd rather they steal them so that we can use them okay, rather than destroy them if we can. Right. Got it. Yes. 
Griffin. I am going to, I mean, I think my first order of business is to reach the fairy shack. So that might be a little bit too far in to choose as a starting point, but I do know that Deep Dark knew a way to sort of get me in there. Um, so I, I, that's that's my first goal. You you tell me if I'm up in it or if I need to uh, do a little bit Get more. all up in it. Get all um, in it. Here, okay. Uh, you go to the place that um, Deep Dark labeled for you cool. as the, the, uh, the entrance to the shack. Uh, and what you see once you arrive there is basically a a, a thin tunnel uh, ascending into the sky. Um, is probably a good hundred feet. Great up into the air. I love that. Straight up. Uh, straight up. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Deep Dark was not super specific. Yeah, sure. About, about this. Well, he never is about fuck all. Yeah. Uh, and you do see at the the. Uh, just dangling out of reach, there is a harness uh, attached to a cable uh, that uh, ascends up into the shack. What you realize now, at this point, is that Jesse, the uh, Infinite Jesse the Spectre Fairy, is probably getting rigged down here. Okay. And then brought up into the shack. Oh, okay. Um, can I reach the harness? I think the only thing that I said about it is that it is just, just out of out reach. Of reach. <laughs> yeah. So maybe so, if you stood on your tiptoes or if you jumped slightly. Can you try that? I'll do a I'll do a Sam Fisher. I'll sort of uh or a, a ninja warrior sort of, you know, spider crawl up the uh up just to where I can grab it. Oh, you'll just do a ninja warrior spider crawl. Okay. Yeah, I'm I didn't live. I didn't well, he'll roll for it. Justin. I didn't think you'd solve my puzzle <laughs> easily. Uh all right, Griff Grifster um Get let's let's uh prowl. Yes. I think this this would be prowl. Yes, which I have just juiced to two after leveling up my prowess. Uh, I think so. that it is risky because you could fall and hurt yourself. Sure. Right um, but it A is real helicopter GM over here. I yeah, I think that it is standard effect because this. I mean, I've seen Sam Fisher do it, and he's he's a regular guy. Yeah, five four. Five four. Ooh. Okay. Sam Fisher's only five four. Yeah, he's no. a little guy. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, so he has tiny. long orangutan arms. Okay. Oh. Uh, Mon- uh, Montrose, uh, you uh, leap up and manage to. There's like a, a bit of a foothold where the tunnel has come slightly out of alignment, and you're able to get one foothold up, um, and you manage to press your shoulder up so it's kind of creating tension between your shoulder and this like small foothold that you found. Yeah. And with a five, a mixed success, uh, that you find that you are now uh, slightly uh, stuck. Okay, um, nice. Beef. Yeah? You are, uh, you find yourself beef on a, uh, well, on the fireworks barge is mm-hmm. sort of what we had talked about. Um, you're on the fireworks barge. What you see there, it's a long ship. There are um, rows of these like four foot by four foot encasements uh, made of metal. And each one of them has nine or 16 uh, three inch wide, like black tubes yeah. that are emanating uh, out of them. Uh, there's series of wires that are running from each of these tubes 
uh, all back to a, a couple of uh, a central conduit. Um, you know this because you've been helping with this work all day. Uh, you've been stuffing these pots full of powder and the different colorings and the wiring them back to the main area uh, at the central booth where all of these have been wired into. Excellent. I continue to do a good job. Um, <laughs> and you retire at the age of And I of retire. Uh, and I'm careful, right? Because we're dealing with fireworks here. Um, Justin, I would like to... So uh, if I'm picturing this correctly, right? Um, is there a way to adjust the angle of these tubes? Or is it all affixed and welded and everything? There is a way to adjust the angle of the tubes that not probably not manually, mm. uh, I would say, um, that, that it is probably going to be, uh, I mean, you could probably do one or two manually before someone's like, hey, those are computers. Yeah. Don't mess with it. It's done by computers. But I, I imagine the whole rig itself, like the base of it is probably affixed, right? I can't just lift it up. Of the like these enclosement encasements, yeah. So if it's like a line of tubes, right in the encasement. Sorry, I thought you meant the barge itself. No, no, um, no, no. I mean, listen, I do have the ability to push myself to do superhuman, but I imagine lifting an entire barge and pointing it somewhere might be yeah, beyond yeah, my capabilities. I mean, it's floating. I mean, I, that's anyway, a good point. Uh, you, uh, you could like change the direction of a few of them, but it, it, it is not meant to be manually controlled. This is all, like, very specific work. I uh, got it. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go over to James, then, who I assume is, like, at the control board. Yeah. Hi. Oh, hey, you've been doing a really good job. Um, just sort of messing around with the computer here. Now, Travis? Yeah? Let me show you. Yes. James is my asset, I'll remind you. What? James is my asset? Yeah. Can you make it a little bigger, please? Ah, I see. There's not a joystick like I was hoping. So here's what you see. It's a series of, uh, <laughs> there's a, a small computer readout. There are, uh, that's like a digital display. There are um, several numbered building, uh, numbered buttons that allow you to choose the module. You're not sure what that means. And then there's a queue selection uh, area full of buttons and then there's a big there's a safety mm -hmm. there's a power switch and there's a key uh and uh, a few other like functions there uh and that is what you're looking at it is not especially uh digital or sorry it's not especially um technical it looks like it's probably been put through its paces sort of analog Analog, there you go. I mean, it's computer. It's like it's uh, there's analog buttons. like a calculator, Does that make sense? like a calculator. Yeah, I think like a calculator, or a speak and spell, that kind of that kind of vibe. Okay, uh, with some knobs and stuff. Oh, it did. James, did you build this? Oh, no, this is an XL4. Uh, it's it's you know pretty much off the shelf. I did put some look on the side, and you look at the side of the box, oh, sick. and you see like a robot wearing a wizard's cloak. He's like, that's kind of how I see myself. Like a techno wizard. Yeah. Yeah, man. I see you that way too now. I had that put, I went over to the face paint booth and they said normally they don't paint our boxes, but they said that it was fine. So they, they man, did it. I think it looks pretty fucking you sick. You are always pushing that envelope, bro. Like developing new shit and painting on boxes and everything. I love um, this. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a pioneer. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds stupid, I would say, but like. No. 
Not I'm stupid at all, man. Stuff. Hey. I'm trying to do stuff different. Like, the DeBarges have been running this barge for a long time, and, like, I want to be the DeBarge that sort of mixes, mixes it up a bit and change, you know. Yeah, man. I want to be an innovator. Listen, can I tell you something? And I mean this from the heart. I've been Anything walking around. A, one friend. Yeah, man. I've been walking around Ephemera a little while now. And listen, yeah, castles are cool and there's like dragons and shit. You make fireworks explode. Oh, well, the computer's actually triggered. Oh, come on, man. I've been packing this shit all day. You know that we set it up. You program it. You can do whatever you want with this thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not. Yeah. I mean, within reason. Sure. Like, I would need. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, you're right. You know? Yeah. Like, if you wanted to, I mean, hey. could you do, like, patterns and stuff where they explode, like, you point them in different directions and make, like, a smiley face or something? I know that James is your asset, uh-huh. but I do need you, I want you to do a sway roll that's more about himself. Like. Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah, I'm inspiring like, him. Inspiring, yeah, it's like an inspirational sway. An inspirational sway. An inspirational sway. I began Much like Sway. Yeah. yeah. Much like yeah. Sway the VJ. I had a very inspirational me to be a better reporter. I had a very inspirational day. lunch with Sway one time. What's the uh what's the what are we looking at here? Risky controlled uh, No, this is like no, this is uh this is controlled. And I'm going to say it's like great effect. How about that? Cuz you guys are friends, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I'm going to push myself. Okay. On this, because I want James to believe in himself. This is very important to me. You're going to talk the hell out of James. Hell yeah. What'd I get? I got a six and a three. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. You know what? You're right. I could do fucking anything. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I could do anything. It's like the, it's like the song says, dream it to now. Never know the limits of the dream that you wish in tonight. Do you, do you know that song? Do you know the song? Yeah, but I hear it every night, so it's kind of stuck in my head. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, but you're right. I should dream it to now. Yeah, I could do anything I want. How surgical are you with this thing? You know what I mean? Like, how good is your aim? Probably like better than anybody's aim ever's been with any of this stuff. Fuck like, yeah, I'm, dude. Except maybe my dad. But hey, he, no, man. You got young, nimble fingers. He's he's old, and I love your dad. You know that. He's like my own dad. But you're better at this, man. He's dead. Yeah, I love him for that. Now, <laughs> not around to complicate things. Yeah, yeah I get your subtle meaning. <laughs> now, do you think you could, because I'm looking at the golf player there, right? And I can see two windows lined up on either side. Could you shoot, like, through the windows? I mean, if I want to get fired, probably, yeah. Oh, come on, man. You but know like, what? Hey, I'm your bud. You do it, you blame it on me, but, like, you'll know, man. Hold on, let me fiddle with it a little bit. Okay, Dad. Uh, M, uh, we had talked about, so you have been working in the, the, the gall spire trying to figure out this, this sink issue that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to start you out in... The tunnels. Now, the tunnels are a layer. It's sort of like how the the buttercream got started because other uh, there were supposed to be other similar layers that were disused. Um, Right. So quick background on this. The uh, D 
Disney World has something called the Utilidors. And Utilidors is an underground layer to the park, these tunnels that make it so that the, the, the archaic legend is that Walt Disney was at Disneyland and he saw someone walking from like Frontierland to Tomorrowland in their Frontierland suit across Main Street and into Tomorrowland. And it broke the immersion. Yeah, and so, he had them killed, right? He had them assassinated, yeah. yes. <laughs> Walt Disney World has a layer beneath the castle. Everything you're at in in, in Magic Kingdom is actually the second story because the first story is the Utilidors, which has break rooms. It has uh, all kinds of of, of different the uh, catacombs filled with bodies. Yeah, right, exactly. So modeled similarly to that, I wanted to give a concept for people that weren't aware. So this is a this is a thing. And it is a uh, and it is a similar to where you find yourself now. It also can it, it contains within it, like I said, break rooms, changing areas, uh, some restaurants. There's uh, the hard light animation control system or the hacks, which is uh, the the sort of the nerve center for a lot of the um, the hard light that is within the park. And in addition to the hard light, uh, it's also where the um, the older animatronics and things like that are also controlled from. And you are starting your your way out in these tunnels, Dad. You just finished a filling dinner of hot dogs and ice cream mm. from the snack cart, and you uh, have made your way uh, with your dinner break completed. You have made your way into uh, the tunnels. My body just humming with nitrates. Yeah, yeah. You got all the. Yeah, you didn't go for the uncured stuff. You went hard. Nice. Okay. Um. The one thing that I, I think Emmerich would want to establish as, as soon as he possibly can is what kind of framework are the are the uh, prisms suspended from? There has to be some kind of actual physical, you know, presence to to hold these these prisms. Uh huh. And uh, I think he's going to try to use the uh, the access tunnel to try and make his way physically. To those prisms, it's it's paper machine chicken wire. You know, like a kid's volcano, super easily destroyable. No matter yeah, what, yeah, man, very flammable. Uh, Dad, you activate, uh, uh, you flip a switch in uh, the the one of the uh, the guys gave you. It's sort of like a testing thing, but rather than searching for um, uh, traces of uh, uh, electricity, like an electrician would use. To test voltage in a wall. This is te- uh, cir- searching for hard light conduits, the sort of power needed to uh, to get hard light going, which is is considerable. Mm-hmm. The power comes from underneath, but you're able to follow the conduits. You follow them until you find yourself at what appears to be an access hatch um, that uh, that you could raise or lower. Um, and there's a small wooden staircase going up to this access hatch, uh, and then there is a hatch that where the the, the trail kind of heads to. Emmerich opens that hatch, wants to see if the prism is inside it. Okay. Emmerich opens the hatch, and there's a slight resistance as you seem to be pushing up something like Velcro, and as you push it all the way open, you find yourself in a uh, side hallway of the Gallspire Castle lobby. It is uh, incredibly, phenomenally gorgeous. There are uh, couches uh, and chairs and tables 
lining the floor. There's a marble flooring uh, that's that's in the center of the room. Is this the Grand there. Floridian? Mm, no, this is uh, uh, actually the picture that I'm showing you guys is a uh, it's a hotel in China um, that I liked the look of. Um, there are t- two staircases emanating from the center of the room up to the sides and then back up to the center, taking you to the second uh, story. There are three stories here from ground to ceiling, huge, blindingly white tiles um, that are uh, stunningly gorgeous like everything else. Like a Motel 6. Here. It's like a Motel 6000. Whoa. Um, <laughs> the scalloped ceiling stretches so high it makes you a little dizzy to look at. And there at the center of this scalloped ceiling is Tom Baudet Thousand. No, it is actually... When you're uh, here, you're a thousand families. (laughs) Uh, Hanging from the ceiling is... Is Tom Baudet. It's terrible. No. Hanging from the ceiling is a large crystal chandelier that you realize with your device in hand houses one of the prisms. Chandelier. Hmm. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone, and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier 
for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that. Go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin. And 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now, back to the show. Are you tired of being picked on for only wanting to talk about your cat at parties? Do you feel as though your friends don't understand the depth of love you have for your guinea pig? When you look around a room of people, do you wonder if they know sloths only have to eat one leaf a month? Have you ever dumped someone for saying they're just not an animal person? Us too. She's Alexis B. Preston. She's Ella McLeod. And we host Comfort Creatures, the show where you can't talk about your pets too much, animal trivia is our love language, and dragons are just as real as dinosaurs. Tune in to Comfort Creatures every Thursday on Maximum Fun. I'm Lisa Hannawalt. And I'm Emily Heller. Wow, Emily, we've been doing this podcast for 10 years. I know, but hey, don't worry. You can jump in at literally any episode and hear us talk about some of our favorite stuff. Caterpillars becoming butterflies. Martha Stewart flying around in a private jet full of trees. Yes, you heard me right. Trees. Neighbors becoming enemies. Just kidding. <laughs> Whatever messed up stuff we can find on Wikipedia. Our impeccable taste in everything from dogs to TV shows to bodily functions. And horses. Lots and lots of horses. Come for our horned up rants about the world. Stay for the catchy theme songs. You might not learn anything, but we're a good hang. Baby Geniuses. Every other week on MaximumFun.org. Baby Geniuses. Tell us something you don't know. Griffin. Yeah. Dad. Whoa, that was quick. Yeah. Travis. Yeah. I just want to keep everybody on their toes. Dad, uh, let's see. So everybody knows where everybody is at right now, right? We've established a, a, a beginning location and maybe even a beginning arc. Um, who wants to go next? Um, um, yeah, wow, that was beautiful, guys. That was some blood harmony umming right there. Thank Let's you. Try it again. Ready? Um, Three, two, one. Um, um, I think uh, I think Beef's part is a little bit contingent on Emric's part. Yeah. So I need to wait. Okay. Emric's part or my part? 
Uh, all the parts. All the they're parts. all they're working all in concert. Uh, I would um, like to just sort of like get, uh, uh, just for my own headspace, unstuck from this big tunnel. Okay. Uh, you managed to shimmy up just a little bit more. You are uh, no longer stuck, and you are now, I guess, grasping onto the harness, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, can I get myself into it that would probably be i mean i can sort of sam fisher sort of yeah yeah you can get yourself into it no problem okay okay now you're in it and you're hanging into in, your uh it's pretty tight on the sort of crotch area cool. i think it's probably meant for someone of a different carriage but you do manage to squeeze squeeze yourself into this harness okay and then i wait slow down justin could you uh just for the audience talk more about griffin's uh, my, his crotch? my character's private place yeah, it's, it's, a, it's all usual and normal. Cool. Okay, and regular. I and go not interesting, and I go zip up to the ceiling. Dude, what? Hold on. Let Whoa, me he did it. <laughs> he did it. But he said he, he did. Crotch. Um, he zipped his crotch up to the ceiling. I mean, I don't see any kind of, um, you know, there's not like a cool button, like a remote with a up button on it. Okay, this. All right, now guys, I'm gonna stop right here. Okay. okay, and leave this in and double it. This is the kind of thing that I'm saying to you. This is the situation you have. Remember that you were ready for this. You're right. I remember that you prepared for this. You know this stuff. You've been getting the layout lay low down from between Deep Dark and Emmerich's work and what has been happening on the barge to a lesser extent, but but still what's been happening on the barge. You have all the information you need. Like, you have this information. You knew this would happen. You're so, right. Griff, what happens next? I say, um, I do not know the weight differential between myself and, um, what's the infinite fairy's name? Infinite Jesse, the Spectre Fairy. I do not know the weight differential between uh, myself and Infinite Jesse, the Spectre Fairy, but he is hoping I'm not about to break both my legs. And I, uh, un I unpin myself from the wall and hope that the uh, sort of pulling down force then rips it back up, sort of like how you uh, drop blinds. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're trying to give it a tug. I'm giving yeah. it a tug to you're activate it a the, tug. the real. Yes. He huh, squeezed his crotch and gave it a tug. Go. I don't know why there would be a harness attached to a cable going up into the room I'm trying to get to without it having some sort of retracting force. There's, there is, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you, okay, you give it a cheeky tug, uh, and you're right. The system is not meant for your, uh, your, it is, it is well balanced for, uh, Jesse the Spectre Fairy. But of course, people do use this, uh, to get up and down. So there is an emergency failsafe, and in this case, is an emergency failsafe that lowers you gently to the ground. Okay. So not a cheeky tug system, then? I don't know. Yeah, now you're on the ground, but you tried another cheeky tug. Yeah, I'm just going to try cheeky tugging for the next 15 minutes or so, and you let me know if it ever does dip me back up. On the, th on the third... <laughs> <laughs> On the third cheeky tug, you hear a, a, a noise from uh, above. Excuse me, is everything okay down there? I, hello? 
Carla, is that you? What happened? What? How did it get deployed so quickly? It's earlier. I saw some movement coming through on the computers. Carla, are you down there? You okay? Uh, uh, I, I, I. Holy shit! <laughs> it sounds bad. I am okay. Uh, oh God! I, can you be a there and pull me? In? Oh my God, Carla, you <laughs> sound so different from how you've always sounded. Oh. Cold. Can you be a deer and pull me up? <laughs> Holy shit! You know what, Griff? I want you to do a. St- I want you to do a. I guess sway, right? Yeah. A sway roll. Yeah. yeah. A sway roll. Sway roll. Uh, I'm gonna say that it is uh, controlled. Uh, and it is uh, standard because this guy already feels pretty bought in. Here we go. 624. Whoa! Nice. Okay, Carla, hold on one second. And you hear a slap, like he's slapping a a, a button up at the top, and you are suddenly catapulting at horrifying speeds up through this tunnel. And uh, you zip up through, and you see uh, a man standing in front of you. He's about five feet tall, and he's got a comb over, and he's got what appears to be the, like, lowest effort fantasy outfit possible. It still has, like, buttons on it, and he's got a name tag. But if you saw him at 100 yards, he might look like a peasant or something like that. And and his eyes, he sees your uh, mask, and he takes three steps back. Oh, God! Who are you? Who are you? Uh... You're just dangling, baby. What's his uh, name tag say? Guilt. Justin. <laughs> no, guilt. Like G U I L T. That's fucking kick ass, dude. Yeah, very religious parents. G I L T. Guilt. Okay. Fuck. Guilt. Fuck. No, just guilt. His name is Guilt. It's always been Guilt. Okay. Wait, let me check my sheet. Make sure I have it right. Yeah, it says Guilt. Yeah. What are you gonna I do? I don't know why I wrote Guilt. I never he's covered it. with gold. No, that's no. <laughs> His name is Guilt. That's what it says. Weird. And okay. he's only he's only partially covered with gold, Dad. It's unrelated. I say, um, Will. My name is Ezra Goodparty. And unfortunately, guilt, you have just made a fireable offense. Can I unhook myself from this thing? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You can't. (laughs) It seems like I should maybe be able to try. Okay, okay, Griffin, I will let you try, and I will let you live with the consequences of a failure. Okay. Just a big hole. Right below you. Is this a desperate? Uh, no, it is risky. Okay. And uh, standard. But <laughs> if it goes bad, it'll break so bad. You're right. No, I don't want to do this. I'll use my silver tongue instead. Um, what does that do? I say, oh, it's not a power. It's just like. It's a thing that people oh, say yeah, sometimes, mean, Justin, where it means, like, you're really convincing. And there is a power called Silver Tongues, actually, in the game. But I, okay, so everybody can shut up. Yeah. <laughs> good, perfect. Very good to hear. I say, um, 
I work for Deltonic Security, and I do believe Den- we have just Sorry. found... Sorry, wait, did you say Deltonic? Dentonic. Security. <laughs> Sorry, I was, uh, I was listening uh, to the Deltonics earlier, and it... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I love them. Yeah, so great. No, but I am at Dentonic Security, and um, we knew there has been some failures in protocol lately, and I do believe I have just found the source of it, Ezra. I'll need your badge and your name tag, and you'll need to come with me to the security office uh, to be... Well, your judgment will be decided from there, but I do not think it'll be pretty. I can't lose this job. Please, you don't understand. It was just, you just sounded exactly like Carla. I think you and I both know that's not true. Pretty close to Carla. Okay. Well, um, let's go down. I'll lower you down first. Can you let me out of this, please? I, I, I guess, yeah. Thank you. Oh, and he unhooks you. And lowers you down because he's pretty scared about. Does it. he have a radio or anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got a radio. I'm gonna try and, and steal that off of him as he walks by me, or as I'm like uh, strapping him into the harness. Just you're putting him into the harness. Yeah, so we can go down. <laughs> okay, if you want to get him in the harness, har- I was gonna let you not have to roll to get out of the harness. Yeah. But if you're getting him into the harness, that is good. I am gonna need to see a roll on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm that I'm explaining. So well, I'm taking him to security. <laughs> And we have to go down to security together. And the harness is the fastest way. <laughs> and listen, you don't want to try to sway me or him. You don't want patrons to see a member of Deltonic security escorting Gil. <laughs> it would really disrupt the whole illusion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to we're gonna need a roll. Griff. Okay. What's this one? <laughs> this one is. Uh, control. Good. Limited effect. Limited. Can I yeah. trade? Can I trade <laughs> position for effect? Yeah. Yeah. You, yes. Yes, you can. Cool. Sway. So this would be a risky sway roll. Standard. Yeah. Standard. Yeah. Okay. Um. God. Do I do I really want to start pushing it? It feels like this is a pretty big f- potential failure point. So I am gonna uh push it by one. Uh, and take two stress. Please. Yes, Ugh. five six one five. Wow, six. So I should get into the, the harness. I'll be honest. I've always wanted to. Yeah, you know, I've always wanted to try it. So if you're sure it'll be safe, yeah. Uh, so you'll lower me down first, and then yes, I'll just. I'll, I'll tell you what. If I do this, will you will you take it easy on me? Tell tell them that you were extremely convincing. I will do what is in my limited power to protect you. Um, here, let me get y'all strapped in. Uh, and I want to take his radio. Oh, oh, okay. Um, and your name? Finesse. Uh, sure. I want to say, Finesse, it's controlled, uh, and standard because he is in the harness now. So he's just kind of dangling around. Two, six, four. God, I. Oh my gosh. Take take his key card too while you're at it. Um, uh, you snatch his, you snatch his radio. Uh, hey, wait! And his key card. Come on, come on! Uh, he didn't say his key card. Didn't he said say his, his radio. I didn't say his key card. Oh, we're not going to need key cards where we're going, or maybe we already have them. Wink. Um, and I say, hey, wait! Oh, this is so okay. Now you know what that makes sense because you wouldn't want like I could be 
volatile right now. That's exactly <laughs> you don't want right. you don't That's want exactly me just calling right. whoever. Okay, and you uh, have a uh, a Rivadarchi, and I press the button to start lowering him down. Rivadarchi, do you do? Uh, and then when he's like halfway, I'm gonna stop it. Ow! my mouse. <laughs> 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 uh, my golden eggs and my kills and bits. Uh, and then I'll throw on the sort of like uh, brake that the that the repair crew uses to sort of turn off that tug system because I don't want him having a, a slow tug down. I just want him to stay put right there without his radio for the next like hour or so. Uh, okay, and uh, I am gonna start suiting up. You're sorry. What does suiting up mean for you? Um. Well, I need to get on the golf spire, and the only way that that's going to seem normal is if I do look like Infinite Jesse the Spectre Fairy. All right, you get dressed. I want to pivot over to Emmerich. Uh, Emmerich, you are uh in what? Where did we leave you, bud? You're. I'm uh looking at the chandelier. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, I think first of all, he needs to get on the chandelier. He's um, gonna get on the chandelier. This is okay. just one of the prisms, right? This is just one of the prisms. That right. is the other thing I want to remind you guys. Whatever needs to happen needs to happen simultaneously. Yes. Right. Uh, okay. Um, how is he going to get? Okay. Okay. Is he? Uh, he's overlooking this lobby, right? Um, you know what, Dad? There has to be some access to the chandelier because somebody has to like work on it, repair it. There has to be a way to get to the chandelier. Well, it I, is. They invented it's technology that was invented at the parks over a hundred years ago. It's called a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, big ladder, big ladder. <laughs> And you'll never believe this. It's two D's in the middle. Yeah, it's proprietary. <laughs> it's the Deltonic Big Ladder. Stop saying Deltonic. <laughs> it's Dentonic. Dentonic. No, 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 Deltonic. guys. Deltonic is a ladder company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, fine. This is a genuine stainless steel A-frame Deltonic. This thing, this thing will get you up and down safe. Dad, okay. you you are Dad. Here's what I'll here's what I'll give you. You the uh, the ac the access panel that you found uh, takes you to the. You are on the third story, um, but there's a good. I mean, ten yards between you and the chandelier. Um, but so you're you're not like you can't reach it or anything. But you are on the same level is where you have have begun. Okay. Um. Well, he's there's no need for secrecy. He's there on a sanctioned job, right? He's supposed to be there, yeah, and supposed to be working on the sink I'll, issue. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, Dad. You have a good, a really good excuse. How's that? Like you? Yeah. I'm not saying nobody's gonna bat an eye, but you definitely do have because you got a double six if memory serves in the last one. Yeah. So I'm really inclined to sort of give you the proverbial uh, keys of the kingdom. All right. Is there anybody, uh, is this lobby, I mean, populated? I mean, is this open to the public? Are there people down there? There are. It's a little uh, thin because, uh, so it, it, here's the way it works. There, There is a main path that takes you directly through the castle, okay? 
Um, there are, there's like an entrance across a moat, the moat, uh, that, that we know of, uh, and then to the, uh, uh there's an exit out, uh, that, that you can enter at, uh, sorry, the entrance and exit is that same path. There is a west and a east, uh, exit, uh, out of this main lobby area, two large archways to the left and the right as you're, as you're facing it, um, and the the it is thin. The crowds are thin because the show is going to start, and this is not the optimal place to view. Dream it to now. Um, you do see a uh, the the only sort of stream of people that you see are heading uh, into the west alcove. Um, the the east alcove you see actually has some where you could see a door. It's very faint, as though they don't necessarily want you to. Uh, look over here. It is a it, it is a door that is just for maintenance people that you probably wouldn't have even noticed except it was pointed out to you during your during your shift. Um, but that is that is the crowd situation. Um, will that hidden door take me to the chandelier? I mean, will it take me up closer to the chandelier? No, it is it is it it is uh sort of mirrors the large exit to the left that goes into. You can, uh, let's see, you can smell food coming from it. You hear some music uh, coming from that way. You you get the sense that that's where, and you don't get the sense, you know. This is, that is, uh, what did I call it? It's pretty good. Der Feastenhausen. That's really good. That's uh, Der Feastenhaus, where the, the actual people who pay to do the feast, where that takes place. Um, Dan, may I ask just, out of my own curiosity, what are you hoping to do with the chandelier? Like, why why are you trying to get to it? Well, I th I think Emmerich is still wrestling with trying to save the prisms for them, but I think he's slowly coming around to the fact that they're not going to come out of this with the prisms intact. Sure we are. Oh, we are? We should try. Griff Griffin thinks that you should try. Oh. That's what Montrose thinks. Can we have a flashback? Yes, who's? All of us. Just to decide uh, yeah. this. Uh, yeah. Flashback. Okay. Um, I, 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 want, I want full-blown, like, Danny Ocean looking over a map of what we know about the Gull Spire while we have this This. Uh, this yeah, stop. you're, you're uh, over a large table. You have spread out uh, the map of the Gull Spire, the one you see below you. And I, if we do this, if we do this, I have to insist that Griffin come up with some kind of doom, 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 some kind of you know music, groovy music. Sure. Okay, some do groovy my, music. My, my best. Oh, Dad, I can take care. Yeah, yeah. Fucking good job, Dad. You know what's about to happen? No, you okay. did this. You you're about this. to be just your the punishment that is happening no. will be. Yeah. No, start no, your, no, guys, no. Start your meeting. Start your meeting. Okay. Seems like we. Now you fellows, go ahead. You fellows know that I I really want to save the prisoners. Ah, uh, sorry guys, that was me. Excuse me. <laughs> please, this is a small. Please do not. Somebody's do not strangling a goose. Don't jazz in here right now, Matt. <coughs> Magnus. Beef, please. But but if you fellows think that we, it'd be better just to destroy them, I I'll understand. This is I'm not a, saying better, not better. It just might be simpler. This crime will be something of a statement piece for us. I'm, I'm thinking of this as, uh, well, we, we must be discreet in the eyes of the law, but 
at the same time, we 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 have an opportunity here to to make to build our brand. Let's say anybody can go up and blow up a building. Right, right. That's not dramatic. What is dramatic is a building suddenly disappearing as its prisms are stolen away by three gentlemen thieves. I think I can do the part about them, quote unquote, disappearing, mostly because of the sink issue. Um, If I can adjust the sink to the point where they aren't in any way, shape or form synced or sync to the point where they will only activate once a year or something ridiculous like that, it will give the impression that they have disappeared. But then how do we get the prisms out of the gold spire? We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. End of flashback. I thought, I in, thought flashback. <laughs> in flashback. Uh, this is this is not again. Okay, so in flashback. Okay. All right. I assume there's some kind of communication between Emmerich and the person Always. who's giving the assignment. Who gave him the assignment? Oh, between um, Emmerich and uh, Justin. Um, yeah. Uh, he gets on the radio and uh, tells Justin. Um, um, testing. Hello? Hey, it's Justin. It's Beefy Justin. Hello, uh, BJ. I, uh... Ouch. Was, I was, I'm Right um, into that. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm right on the brink of fixing the, uh, the sink issue. Oh, what a relief. Uh, what I'm gonna need to do is I am going to need to, uh, reinforce... Uh, I have to run some cables between the three prisms. Oh, okay, um, to, yeah. In order to, uh, f- you know, perfectly analyze what is the issue with the sink. Um, so I need to connect them. Um, is there a way where I can have some kind of access to uh, to all three? I assume there's already some kind of of connector between the three prisms. Is that is that correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, the sinking this. Yeah, they're all plugged into the same net. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's why the sink thing is so puzzling. Because there, there are conduits that are connecting the uh, all three of the prisms. Then I, I think I need to check that conduit. Um, so I would, uh, I would like someone to bring out a bladder, um, so I can at least uh, check the the, the first chan- uh, the prism in the chandelier, and then I will need some kind of easy access to the other two prisms, just to make sure that that connecting conduit is in good shape. Uh, I may have to run some other uh, another cable. Between them, okay. you know how it is. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. You know the. Can this happen after after the close after no, the no, no, feast? No, no, no. Or? Well, that that depends. Do you want the sink issue to continue? Uh, you know, during tonight's performance and have really run the possibility to, of it really, flickering in no, and out. No, 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 no. I'm really supposed to have it cleared up tonight. Uh, well, then I I need some kind of easier access to all three prisms. And yep. I need okay. it now. Okay, you just got to be really careful. Oh, I'm always very careful. Okay, because we're going to have people... So you can know. tell from my limp and my bad arm that I'm always very yeah. careful. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so if you... Okay, look at the column second from the front, you see? Yes. That one is actually hollow. It's, yeah, it's an access thing. It's all blended into the environment. Very impressive. Wait until no one is uh, watching, and then you can use your key card to just swipe in, and you can you can climb up to the conduits, no problem. Excellent. Thank you very much. So, 
There are still some people in that lobby, though, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, he uh, uses the Give-A-Ghost projector and projects Scott at some point. His, his favorite summons. My favorite summons. Well, he's been working so far. He's got Ifrit. He has- he's got Shiva. He's got Ret. He just only uses Scott. I know. Uh, Scott. You know what? This time, Dad, summon to- Bahamut. Summon Bahamut. No. No. Okay. I'm- Summon the tw- the Knights of the Round. Mm, yeah. Mm. Fucking go hard. Do it eight dude. times. I'm sending, I'm beaming Scott into the farthest point away from that column uh, to have him draw the attention of everybody because he is a well known personality. Um, and uh, he is a well known personality. And he says something along the lines cove. of, okay, uh, go ahead. I need everybody who wants it. Ch- well, you would actually do no, this. No, you do it. Go for okay. it. Hey everybody! Uh, hi, it's me, Scott Bowflex. Um, if I, I've never been to this event. Would somebody like to go with me to watch uh, the the fantastic show? Okay, um, I like this energy. This reminds me of when like Full House would go. To- <laughs> Hell yeah! It did dude. sound a little like, or like Joey. the Brady yeah. Bunch at uh, a yeah. Brady Bunch at Kings Island. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And. Uh, and which would draw people away, at least draw their attention away, so uh, Emmerich can climb up the column. Uh, okay, yeah, that's that. You know what? I'm not going to make you roll for that. It makes perfect sense. It would be quite a, quite a thing to see Scott Boldflex there in the lobby of the of Gauspire Castle uh, or Ga- the Gauspire. Um, so yeah, that's worked out perfectly. And you uh, have made your way into the uh, column. There are uh, hand rungs that are cut into the column. Uh, which appears to just be made of plaster, but you're able to climb up to the top, uh, and you find yourself in uh, at the. I'm assuming you want to climb up. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, you find yourself uh, in a. Frankly, it is kind of disconcerting how big it is because there's not a lot uh, up here in this like cavernous area. Uh, what you do feel is heat, an incredible amount of heat being generated by when he said conduits he wasn't fucking kidding they're in sort of a v pattern so you look in front of you and you can feel like heat emanating from this uh uh central column uh and these are lying uh, parallel to the floor uh are these like big thick conduits uh there's uh one coming from the center which you can understand when I say center, that is definitely the one that is uh, the the chandelier. Uh, you can feel heat emanating from a conduit connected there. There's two conduits that emanate out of it. Uh, uh, probably about a hundred feet. I would say no, no, it's got to be farther than that. Yeah, uh, probably about a uh, half a football field. That's that's something us sporters can appreciate uh, in either direction. Um, you can't see what they're connected to or anything else, but that is where you find yourself. Um, and there is a slight glow, and you can tell the glow is literally just the heat being generated by these. There is also, uh, above you, large fans that are uh, cooling this area, which is extremely warm, which are cooling this area, which are hidden by sort of the artifice of the castle and the angles, so where it wouldn't necessarily be extremely obvious it is a fan, uh, but they are uh, cranked up so high you can barely hear yourself think. Um... Okay, I'm thinking to myself, um, do I see the prism? The prism's inside the chandelier, which is yes, in I the know. room below you. So, no, um, 
you could make there's there's probably another access panel where you could see it closer to though. Well, with my ghost mind where I can detect hard light. I mean, yeah, you know where it is. I mean, you you just you know where it is. It's where that chandelier was. It's in the chandelier, Mac. I know it's in the chandelier. I'm trying to figure out how it is suspended within the chandelier. I need to go it check does, that out. It doesn't need to be suspended because okay. it's all create. Remember, this is all the prism, right? Everything you're doing is hard light. This is all hard. It's a hard light castle. So it doesn't have to be suspended it just is by there. anything. It is there because it is creating the castle. Okay. The prism is connected by the conduit to the other prisms? Yes. Yes. And I am at the lowest prism, or I am at the... You're at the central prism. If you imagine a V-shape, which you should because it is, <laughs> you're at the bottom of the V. So there is a conduit To your left, up. which is going towards your Festen house. There is a conduit to your right that is headed across the floor to your right that is going to that closed uh, alcove. Okay. So, Dad, just to clear up the geography for you, right? Right. There is uh, the spot where the chandelier is. From where that is, there are two large, hot conduits that are one to the west where the feast, Der Feastenhausen is, and one to the east to the closed alcove. Um, And there are large fans above you in this, like, big cavernous room that are blowing away the excess heat. Okay. So central prism, west prism, east prism. Okay. And I, uh, Emmerich is at the central prism. Correct. Correct? Correct. Okay. Um, he makes his way uh, to the, to where he can actually physically access the prism and whatever kind of um, devices are connected to it. Uh, okay. The the prism, yeah, this makes sense. The prism is in the fixture of the chandelier, sort of where the right. chandelier connects to the ceiling. Um, and you could reach the, 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 the prism where you understand the prism to be um, without much trouble, actually. I mean, you could, you could access the, the prism. Um, you have access to this prism. Okay. I think Emmerich makes his way over there, and I think it's so stiflingly hot, he uh, uh, unzips his um, coveralls and to the waist because he's just burning up with heat. Great, I love that. Sexy. And makes his way to the chandelier, um, to the prism. Okay. And, um, okay. So he can see the prism. Uh huh. Correct? Yes. Let's, let, let's it, leave you here. Okay, okay, you have access. And, to well, this. yeah, and I think he he gets on the, uh, the the radio to the other two, the earpiece, and says, um, "I am in possession uh, position at the central uh, prism. So, just want you to know, I'm okay. I'm a little warm. It's a little close, as my grandmother used to say, uh, but I am fine. I don't want you two to worry about me." Beef, over to you. Or sorry, did you have something to talk talk to talk to? I was just saying, cop of that, Casper. Okay, that's, that's our code name that we decided for you on this. Oh, cool, Casper. Yeah, like a ghost. Be- 
Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, beef. You're uh, you're still chatting with James, who has said, "Okay, listen, I gotta get ready for the show. Once that music starts, um, I I gotta f- flip the switch and get it cranking." Okay. So I've had some time, Justin, to think, and you know what I've remembered about beef? What? He's soft, soft beef. And this is his friend James. James, uh, stop. Wait. You're my best friend. Yeah, you're my best friend. You know that. We don't even need to say it. It's nice to hear it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I can't. I am here to do a job. Me too, man. I am. Me too. James, the Gallspire has been replaced with hard light. It's not real. They got rid of the original, actual, real Gallspire. <laughs> yeah, right. James, look, it's exact like I like I wouldn't notice. I look at that thing every every dang really, day that I work. James, really look at it. And this is your best friend Beef telling you this. I'm not lying to you. Um, Trav, why don't you give me a controlled, uh, controlled, uh, great effect roll, like an easiest possible roll for command? Because I'm telling yeah. him to really look at it. I bet you want it to be command. Yeah, I sure, do. it's command. Fine. Controlled with great effect. A mixed success. I got five and a three. Um. Okay, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, great. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, maybe. I'm not, like, completely sold, but I could see they're doing a lot of crazy stuff with hard light now. So, yeah, like, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. James, I'm here. To show the truth to people that it is hard light. I got friends working with me, uh, and pretty soon the job's gonna get rolling, and we're gonna deactivate the hard light, and this whole tower is gonna disappear. And I'm telling you this because. Why are you telling me this? Because I was gonna set up some stuff with the fireworks as a distraction, but I'm not gonna do that to you. You're my best friend. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to offer you the opportunity to get out of this humdrum life, the same debarge life that you could be stuck in doing this for the rest of your life until the next generation of debarge takes over and so on and so forth. Or you could use... (laughs) What? That sounds so good. I mean, just to hear you say it, that kind of security, like... When I think about my kids on this debarge, I think about the childhood I had on the debarge with the other debarges and... Yeah, I mean it sounds incredible. But yeah, what was the other thing you were gonna say? You could use those. Other? You could use those skills uh-huh. and make some real money, have uh-huh. some fun, yeah. and uh, let me remind your conscience that you're already my asset and best friend. I mean, yeah, for sure. But like, as my best friend, you should know that debarge life is all I've ever dreamed. <laughs> debarge life is all I've ever dreamed of, man. I love it here. I live for this shit. <laughs> Do you understand? This is my family's barge. This is the debarge debarge. Like, we've been running this for for years. Like, my grandpa's grandpa was on debarge. <laughs> but you think, what could I, I what else I, can I, I do? James, listen, you're an artist, yeah. right? You said it yourself. You could do your That's surgical really, with this, right? Yeah. Be, be better. It's hard because the computer does stuff. Like, it's all computerized, right? But, like, 
I could I could freestyle it. Yeah, man. I've been telling everybody else like I could I could like do a freestyle one. You're a techno wizard, bro. Like you're better than this. You don't need to just do it, man. You could make a name for yourself tonight. You could have people begging to work with you. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, it could be it could be kind of cool just to do one like freestyle, right? And you said that the golf spires aren't even real, right? So yeah. What's, what's the? And listen, I got your back. You know that. If you need me to take a fall for you, I will. If you want to come with me and and you know have more adventure in your life and have some fun, I got you there too, bud. Hey. Yeah. Uh, you've rolled enough with James. I it, you had a lot of successful rolls. I don't. I don't think I'm going to make you roll for this one. You make a good. You make a really compelling case. Yeah. You know what? Tonight, tonight is James DeBarge's chance to shine. I'm gonna get. F- I'm gonna freestyle it tonight. Hell yeah. I'm gonna get loose. I'm gonna get freestyle. You tell tell me some tricks you want to see. I could do pretty much. I'm like a. And he holds up the box. And he points at the wizard, the wizard coat wearing robot. This is me. Yeah, man. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go over to Griffin. Um, Montrose. I'm ready to. I'm ready to rip. I'm fucking ready to let it rip. Uh, I'll- what are you? Okay, knowing the placement of where everybody is. Do you have a thing that you like you have an idea yep. for what you want to do? Sure. Okay. Um I I hook into the wire connecting the fairy shack into the middle of the gall spire. Is it dark? What time is it? How are we doing? Time-wise. It's it's uh got to be a little 7:55. You have 5 minutes until the show starts. Okay. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go now. You're gonna go now? Okay. You hook in and you uh uh <laughs> you hook into the line that connects uh your ta- the infinite Jesse's uh shack to the castle. Okay. Um and in your incredible, brilliant wings, I'm assuming you put on the wings. Oh, I'm fully yes. decked. I'm fully decked. You're out. fully my, decked. My out. mask is also. I want it to be sort of projecting something, you know, fantastical and fairy like. Uh, Justin, I also want to say after uh, James and I talk through like the tricks and stuff, I'm hoofing it to the castle. I'm on my way. Smart, smart. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. You uh, go to the edge of this. uh, There's like a small platform that's sort of emanating out, maybe like four feet uh, just below the wire that connects the shack to the castle. Okay. Like a zip line, right? Right. And you hook into the zip line and you want to jump off? Um, Yes. That's where we'll stop.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.